0: Everyone, and welcome back to the Wholesome Waking Podcast with your host, Violetta, your podcast about a healthy waking, overcoming destructive eating patterns, getting your hormones back in balance, and achieving full food freedom. Today, I have an interview for you with Charlotte. She is someone who has been recovering from her eating disorder at a very young age, and she wants to share how the eating disorder, or especially how the recovery journey, has been going for her because she's still quite at the early stage. However, in just a few months time she's already achieved so much success and overcame already so many fears and things that she was facing back in her eating disorder time we will be talking especially about how to actually overcome your fear foods how to not label foods as fear foods anymore and what to do on days when you feel like nothing is working out for you and getting back into exercise and also what kind of a role self-care plays in your eating disorder recovery journey as well all right. So today I'm joined by Charlotte. It's actually my first interview with someone who's from Australia where the time zones actually kind of align because usually it's like so much like in, not an alignment like Europe or the States or whatever. So I'm like really happy that we made it work um, so easily, actually. Um, before I talk about how I found you, maybe you want to just quickly jump straight into who you are and just introduce yourself to my audience quickly. Yep. So hi, everyone. My name's Charlotte. I'm
1: 17 and I'm from Australia, Um, like you said. And yeah, so basically I have an account on Instagram. It's called Charles Wellbeing. It's kind of just documenting my recovery journey and inspiring people.
0: And yeah, that's basically me in a nutshell. Yeah. That's actually how I found you through your Instagram. I was going through your pictures and your quotes and I was like, wow, I love the positivity about it. And I love how you just share your struggles and things as you like come along because there's so much to a recovery journey, which we'll definitely talk about more in detail in just a bit. But I just find it like really beautiful and inspiring to see girls who are going through this journey and willing to share because it's such an intimate and private process and um, way. But for... you to like actually be like okay I'm gonna go public with it I'm gonna actually share like what am I facing what are things that I have discovered for myself what are things that may really didn't work so well out and yeah I just really really appreciate so thanks for that I think there's never enough people or especially women in that um, sphere who talk about recovery and just like eating disorders in general Um, what was your spark and motivation to actually start the channel
1: I think I've struggled for ages and I think I just really wanted to feel like in a community that supports each other. And I think starting the recovery um, account, I think that really kept me accountable, but also mm-hmm. it inspired me to help others. And I find helping others through their recovery journey, through their weight gain journey, that inspired me to keep going to be a good role model for them. So I think that was probably my main desire for starting the account.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there um like when you started, was it when you were like still very early on in your recovery journey or was it like a bit later on? And like, was it like from day one or how did it come, come along for you?
1: Yeah, so I had been, I'd say, in quasi recovery for a while. Like, I wasn't really committing to it, wasn't taking everything on board, but I just do the bare minimum. But I think when I really started wanting to recover and wanting to gain weight, wanting to get better, I. It was only yeah a few weeks even when I started um, that I started the account because I felt felt like I was really on the bandwagon and I really really wanted to get better this time and I think the account that was part of the
0: process of me actually mm-hmm. committing recovery. So it sounds like it wasn't your first attempt um, of recovery or how how did it go for you?
1: Yeah, it definitely wasn't my first attempt. I I'd always keep trying. I'd always be like, oh, tomorrow I'll start. Tomorrow I'll do better. But then I'd you know, go into a process. It was very a cyclical wave. But then I finally just woke up one day. It was just a random day. And I woke up and I was like, you know what? I don't want to live like this forever. I want to commit to this. I want to recover from my eating disorder. I want to get better and enjoy life again. And yeah, all of a sudden one day I just, yeah, really talk recovery, um and wanted to actually enjoy my life again and be my old self
0: that's beautiful really admire that about you um how long did it take you to actually take this big step of like being okay I'm actually taking the recovery seriously now and how many like months or years has it been for you that you've been actually struggling with your eating disorder let's basically just like circle back a little bit of like when and how it all started for you
1: yeah so It was probably, I'd say I was about 14 when I kind of started. At first it was, I just wanted to, you know, get on the healthy eating trend and everything that was circulated on social media. So at first it was in a healthy way, I suppose, but then I'd say when I was about 15, it got unhealthy. I started restricting over-exercising and that's when my family and my friends noticed that I lost quite a bit of weight. And at the time, I didn't realize it because when you've got disordered thought patterns, you don't really realize it. But I think, yeah, when I was 15, it probably went really bad. And then that lasted for a few years. And then when I was 16, um, 16, nearly 17, that's when it got really bad. And I was like on the brink of being in hospital. It was, yeah, really bad. And then I think when I was that really, really, really dark period probably lasted for just under a year. And then um, probably at the beginning of this year, end of last year is when I really took recovery and I really wanted to recover. And since then, it's just been getting better. I've been learning and growing and
0: yeah. What is your main drive to actually commit to your journey right now? Like if you said it literally just started like super recently, like at the beginning of this year, what is like your main spark to actually like take this seriously enough to like not fall back and not to like go into your destructive patterns back?
1: I think I just really, I just really want to enjoy life again because as the more I recover and the more I get into a better mindset is the more I see how much I missed out on and how much I was restricted in life. Like I couldn't exercise for enjoyment. I couldn't see friends because of everything going on. I couldn't take opportunities. I was you know, not doing as good at school. And I really just wanted to enjoy life. And I think ever since recovering, it's just like, I'm more in the moment, living in the moment and enjoying everything of could- around me that's going on not just thinking about food and exercise mm-hmm. so i think that was probably my main drive to recover just to simply enjoy life again and actually be living not just be living in a body that's mm-hmm. you know controlled by my mind
0: yeah what are the main obstacles that you're facing on your journey right now like in the past couple of months because it's been like almost like four months that you're like truly committed to this right what are like the main struggles that you're having like day to day
1: I think at first it was initially just accepting the fact that I have to eat more and I have to eat foods that you know I used to love but over time I've told myself you know I can't have that um, or in other words fear foods like that's been a main struggle but then lately I've noticed some of the struggles I've had to deal with is um, other people and common they say because we live in a society where we're just socialized to you know say talk about diets and talk about Mm. and a lot of the time that's in a negative way and so I've had to just kind of zone out when people have those conversations like happens at school even in my family so I've had to kind of just learn that that's a reflection of themselves and it's not nothing to do with me and it doesn't mean that I have to change my body or I have to follow those diets they're talking about that's probably one of the main struggles I've been facing right now, but I feel like I'm getting better um, in confronting those
0: I love everything that you just mentioned it honestly doesn't feel like I'm talking to a 17 year old it sounds like it's someone who's like been in that um mental health or like in general like personal development for years now I think it's like a huge accomplishment that you've made already so far at such a young age to like actually know that like what people are talking about is truly just a reflection of themselves and like their inner world they're never there to like actually hurt you to like bring out like dark spots of you they just like struggle themselves with certain things which is why they bring them up and just want to like feel heard and also like feel seen in a way right so it's so important to like actually realize that like no matter if someone is commenting on your food it's not because they want to comment on your food it's because they have some sort of um, struggle within themselves about this food which is why they're bringing it up of course Um, so it's a big big realization honestly like I think you can be so proud of yourself for like actually having that already um, realized and like knowing what is what it's all about and things like that. Um, how did you introduce the foods back you said like you had some certain fear foods is this still something that you are trying to like overcome or has it been easy for you because i think that's like a huge problem or struggle that women are facing even after their recovery right like there is still like some certain foods on the list and they're like okay i think it's still a bad food like let's say it's an ice cream or whatever right like i'm not gonna lie here and be like oh ice cream is so good for you it's so healthy like i'm not gonna say that but it's still important to like not have like any foods on like a specific list that you like restrict yourself from
1: yeah hundred percent um I think I've gotten used to like eating the right, like a good amount, eating enough for my body. Um, I think I'm good with that. Like I know how much my body wants. Um, I obviously don't count calories or anything, but I know I've got to like these meals are what satisfies me. But I definitely, I definitely am not all good. Like I'm not recovered because I still have fear foods. Um, Some foods I used to fear, like I find easy now, you know, like I would never be able to have chicken sizzle for dinner or pasta for dinner. But now I enjoy that a couple of times a week. And But then there's obviously other foods that I still struggle with. And it's just like ice cream, for example, I <laughs> struggle with that, um, even chocolate. But it's just kind of, I find, integrating those foods into what I eat in a day, just one by one, and just kind of thinking about it, not as in, oh, this food's bad, because it still provides energy. It still provides nourishment for our bodies. Just thinking instead, kind of like, this is enjoyment for me. And a lot of the time, it's also like connection. Like if I'm gonna have cake or I'm gonna have ice cream, I'm having it with family or friends. So I just kind of think of it that way. Mm-hmm. But I've just been kind of trying to each week, you know, tackle a few fear foods. And then I find, you know, the first time is always the hardest. But after that, it definitely gets easier. Mm-hmm. And more fear foods the better because I'm. Um, You know, we don't have a big list of everything we can and can't have. So, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think it's so important to like not even necessarily label foods and like, okay, this is a healthy food or this is um, I don't know, like food that provides a lot of energy or whatever. I think it's so important to like eat foods also for the pure sake of like just enjoying it, right? Let's say an ice cream, like I said, I'm not gonna argue like it's gonna nourish your body like crazy. It probably won't, but that's okay. Like you don't have to just like eat foods that are only like super amazing for you. Like if you enjoy ice cream and you like truly love the flavor and taste of it, like please do have ice cream. Like maybe. Not every single day for breakfast, but definitely go ahead and like have an ice cream because I think it's like life is just not worth like restricting yourself from like any foods that you truly enjoy and you truly like um but you just like lie to yourself and be like, oh no, I don't I don't like ice cream, you know, I don't like it. Like you probably do. <laughs> and if that's like yeah. on the top of your head, like all the time, you're just not gonna be able to enjoy life to the fullest. And that's I think ultimately what everyone needs to reach at some point, like pure enjoyment and love for life. And I think that's not possible. if if you have like um, a certain list of foods that you restrict yourself from, do you have like a specific method or like a way of like reintroducing free foods back? Cause I've heard, or like from the way it sounds like you have already reintroduced a few foods back into your diet. How has that been going for you? And like, what kind of method have you been using that works?
1: So definitely, I think my mom, she's my biggest supporter. And I think she's helped a lot with that. And so every week she'd make a like, sweet treat or a savory treat, like a cake or something, she'd make it and we'd sit down all together and have it. So I find that helps a lot because I have the support like of my family and I have them encouraging me and I'm enjoying it with other people. And it's also back to that connection in, like food. Like, yes, yeah, it's not gonna nourish my body as much as eating a bowl of vegetables would, but it's enjoyment it's gonna make me ha- feel happy and feel good. It's um, connection with those around me. So I think kind of just sitting down with others and having support and just all enjoying it together. That's definitely how I've kind of tackled fear food foods. I find, um, yeah, just having it with everyone and just taking it easy as well. And, you know, there's gonna be some days where you're not gonna, you're gonna have a fear food, food and you're just not gonna feel up to facing it. And I kind of just acknowledge that and, Uh, Just, but then again, you don't want to always wait for the right time because sometimes the right time will never come. So sometimes you just got to face the fears head on. And yeah, it's pretty much how I do it.
0: What do you do on days when you kind of try to like implement one of your few foods back and you just like feel like it's not working or you feel like, okay, it's still like too much. You're feeling overwhelmed. Like, do you still kind of pressure yourself to keep going or do you say, okay, I'm going to try again, like another day. I'm just going to leave it for today.
1: I think um, if it's a really, really, really bad day, I like there's some, this means some days where I just feel like I can't do it. And I'll just say, you know what? it's okay, you can't do it now, but we're going to try again tomorrow, we're going to pick yourself up, but then there's also been, I know, days where, um, especially when I was in the midst of recovery, and it was probably the hardest part of recovery, like, I just had to kind of force myself, and even, like, my parents had to almost force me, and just be like, you know what, you can do this, you're going to eat this, and even though, you know, at times I was crying, I had um, tears down my face, I still faced it, and then after that, like the scary part was before but then after I was quite proud of myself and I was like you know what I can do this I can conquer this it's just it's just food and I think yeah really depends obviously if it's a terrible day and it's absolutely unbearable then I will I'll just take some deep breaths and just you know give myself compassion and try to do it um, reschedule it but I try as much as I can to just face it head on and get it get it done with and just know that all foods fit in our diet and that um, it is food for enjoyment, yeah, really.
0: I love that I think it's going to be so important for like so many girls out there to like actually know that because a lot of them are like struggling with reintroducing pure foods back into their diet because it is a very scary thing right if you've been like thinking for like I don't know how many years of your life that like this specific food is like not good for you and then all of a sudden you like pressure yourself to eat it again it's like okay what the hell is happening like what is our belief system right now like what is actually right and wrong Um, I can only imagine that this journey probably wasn't linear for you at all like I don't think there's like any linear eating disorder recovery journey at all. Um, but what do you do on days where, like you say, you have like a really dark day or just like it's not going the way you imagine it to be and just like things are not working out for the good. Um, and especially when like thoughts are coming back up from like your destructive patterns or like things where you um, kind of want to restrict yourself again towards food or like you want to overexercise or whatever like is coming up for you. Like, how do you deal with that and how do you like put the thoughts um, back into your, um I don't know a locker or something where you can't access them anymore
1: yeah so I definitely I still have bad days even though overall I'm a lot better now I still have bad days and I first just kind of try to identify my triggers um sometimes if I know if I'm tired that can kind of um disrupt my progress um If I'm tired or if I've got, you know, stress at school or something, I just first try to recognize the triggers and just, you know, say to myself, it's not the eating disorder that's causing these problems. Um, It's not my body or my diet. It's like these triggers and try to deal with those. But then I always just try to give myself self-care. I find that the most important thing in recovery, just trying to take care of myself. Sometimes that's just as simple as sleeping or You know, take, yeah, having some rest, just having a warm shower. It can be that simple. Sometimes, you know, I'll just go for a nice walk or I'll even go, like, I love doing floats. I find them so relaxing. So I'll even go and do those. I just think self care definitely helps because it makes me just appreciate myself and appreciate my body, like, for what it does for me and try to give my body rest. And I find when I'm rested as well, and when i'm looking after myself i have more energy to commit to recovery and to face things like fear foods and everything so i think just giving myself compassion and just letting myself know that like looking back at my progress looking back at how far i've come and just knowing that i can recover and i am capable of doing so yeah.
0: I love that you just mentioned self-care. I think like pouring back into your own pot in your own cup is like so incredibly important because so many women don't realize or people in general actually don't realize that going through an eating disorder or the recovery journey is so much stress on your body because you're like constantly mentally stressed about it, right? It's just literally like pure stress on your body. And if you then like add other stress factors um, in addition to that, it's not gonna get easier. So I think um, self-care, it looks obviously completely different for other people. Like for example, you just said you enjoy a warm shower or playing the flute or whatever. Some other people will do completely different things for self-care, but I think it's so important to do some sort of self-care in your own way, whatever you enjoy the most, whatever truly gives you energy back because you wanna like try, wanna decrease your stress as much as possible, especially for example, when you don't have your period anymore, like things like that, that your body actually gives you the signal of, okay, I'm not fine. I need to recover. I need to like heal from within to like actually be able to provide you the energy that you are looking for. So it's so important to like decrease all sorts of stress whether that's mental physical stress emotional stress like literally any kind of stress like decreases to its minimum level and even though like it may take some time to get used to that because you may feel like you're being lazy now you may feel like you're not accomplishing anything anymore but just like be aware that like you have to fill up your cup again your cup has been probably empty for such a very long time now so it's important to like actually fill it up to the maximum again and then be able to reintroduce things back into your life and into your diet and things like that Um, what are the main benefits or like differences that you have noticed over the past few months like it's been yeah like I said already like almost four months that you've like truly committed to this what are some things that are like majorly changed for you
1: I definitely think the first thing is just I enjoy life so much more like I wake up in the morning and I actually want to tackle the day like I used to dread you know having to face meals having to see people but now I love life more and I enjoy socializing. I used to just be out, like I'd be out with my friends or family and the whole time I'd be thinking about food or my body. Whereas now I'm actually enjoying it. And I actually have find I also have a lot more empathy and a lot more compassion for other people. And I just feel more and more like my old self again. Like I'm enjoying doing activities. I'm enjoying like exercising, moving my body. Um, in ways that I feel like it it's more intuitive a lot I used to make myself you know go to the gym or go for a run but now it's like I just love going for a walk and being in nature so I think I just appreciate and enjoy life a lot more and I also think like just the little things like my life's a lot easier now like I'm having better sleep I'm able to concentrate more at school um, if I'm being honest, I even like my body better because I feel like I just like, obviously my face is so much brighter and I just look happier and more confident in myself. So I think just a little things, um, like looking back when I was in the middle of my eating disorder, I thought that my eating disorder was bringing me a happy and fulfilled life. But really now that I'm, um, obviously not fully recovered, but that I'm on the road to recovery I just feel like during that time, I was just making my life so much harder by restricting my food and by just listening to these um, intrusive thoughts. But actually, now that I'm in a much better mindset, my life is so much easier in like the simplest and in the biggest ways. It's just a lot better. And it's just so great to just enjoy life again and connect with other people And I find other people also wanna be around me more um, now, socializing a lot more than I used to. So I just finally feel like I'm living again to put it simply,
0: yeah. (laughs) That sounds so beautiful. I think you truly deserve that like 100%. Um, Is there anything that you are specifically looking forward to after you say, or you think that you've like 100% recovered? Is there anything that you've been like restricting or like missing out on for so long? Or for example, like you have been over exercising before, like is there something that you're looking forward to um, after you have recovered now?
1: I think I just want to, Um, really get started with my life like now that I like when I was at the worst in my eating disorder I really was restricted I couldn't go out much I couldn't do much but now I allowed to take on opportunities and I find I have you know I have the more brain space to take on opportunities like at school like next year obviously I'll be finishing school and I'm hoping to study and then I'm hoping to travel even now that I'm you know I can go out and I can enjoy things and be around and be active and then also I recently got a job so I wasn't able to do that before so now it's just like I can actually take on opportunities and enjoy life and Mm -hmm. even now that I feel like I've experienced like gone through what I've gone through um, and I've learned so much from it I really want to help others and that's why in the future And with my account, I'm hoping that maybe my career could manifest into that, like helping other people recover from eating disorders and helping them just ditch what society says, like your body should look like and what your diet should look like. I just really am inspired um, by what I've gone through and by what others have gone through to help other people really get, get them living their life again.
0: Well, I think that's so inspirational, actually, and you can totally get there. Like, I think it would be a wonderful coach or like a person for people to like be there for them when they're like actually struggling with the same things that you went for yourself. Is there anything that you've changed during your recovery, like drastically, like and actively, like for example, um, not having your um, tracking apps on your phone anymore, like not having your scale anymore, just like anything that you you knew that you had to change in order to recover, like not fall back into um, old patterns
1: yeah there was definitely a lot of things um I think I just had to force myself on myself to stop doing intense exercise and just to rest and at first I'm not gonna lie it was hard because it's just changing a habit and habits yeah. are really hard to change but um I, over time it got easier and now it's just like when I feel like exercising I'll exercise and when I know I need to rest I'll rest and then definitely the scales, I had to you know, just get rid of them. because um, <laughs> I I'd always like look back to that and I'd always base my worth of what was on the scale mm. when really that meant nothing. And now I haven't looked at it. I don't remember the last time I looked at a scale, and ever since then, it's helped uh, it's helped so much because I just feel like um, it's just a number that society thinks is so important, but really, it's not important at all. Same with calories, tracking calories. Like I used to, my brain used to be like a calculator, just constantly (laughs) calculating how much I've eaten. But now that I'm eating more and I'm nourishing my body and nourishing my mind and I can think straight, I actually find I don't, my mind just doesn't think about calories almost. It's just like I've forgotten the number of a lot of things. So I've yeah, counting calories and scales. I've definitely had to stop. Um, and this yeah, there's been he- heaps of things I've just had to either or just um, draw back on the amount that I do it. Um, just to help me get in the right mindset and yeah
0: let's say you had like a goal that you wanted to accomplish in the future you wanted to like I don't know like build your body in a certain way if you have fully recovered like how do you think you would be able to approach that in a healthy way without like those destructive patterns and without like being okay I'm like putting my worth behind a number or whatever it is that you were doing like what do you think or do you even think there is a healthy way of like accomplishing one specific body goal
1: Yeah so definitely I have always been a very active person and I do like lately I have been thinking about getting back into running or going to the gym because I find like I used to enjoy the feeling of like you know after going for a run and this is when I was in a healthy mindset so I have definitely been thinking about pursuing that again but I know that this time I really have to if I'm going to do that I'd really have to have support with me to just look look over me and just make sure that you know um, if anything goes wrong or if I start seeming like I'm going backwards again to help pick me up and just you know tell me um, I think you need to just reconsider everything or change some habits and I definitely think if I'm going to get back into sport and physical activity to make sure I'm nourishing my body a lot more than I used to back then and I think um, now like that I've also gone through what I've gone through I have the knowledge and I know my triggers as well so I definitely know what where I need to pick myself up on and even like sometimes there'll be days where I like I would feel like I haven't eaten enough and I'm like my brain will know I haven't eaten enough and it used to be like if I haven't eaten enough oh that's amazing like good job Mm -hmm. but that's what my eating disorder would say to me but now that I'm in the recovered mindset. Um, If I haven't eaten enough, I'm like, you know what, you haven't eaten enough, We got to make sure you're nourishing your body. We don't want to go backwards. So I'll get something else to eat. So it's definitely, I found my mindset shifted. And I think, yeah, if I was to pursue um, finding a certain body type or any physical activity again, I definitely would be um, in this mindset, which I think would find, like I'd be able to pick up on if I'm going backwards Or I'd be able to do it in a healthy mindset, not thinking about restrictive diets or um, foods or over-exercising, yeah.
0: Do you think it is necessarily or um, it is something that everyone has to do when they're recovering to stop exercising completely? Or do you think there is a way to like incorporate both, but obviously like in a healthy mindset without being like, okay, I'm just doing exercise in order to burn my calories off?
1: I think it definitely depends on the person. I know for some people, the most appropriate thing to do would be to just cut out exercise completely. And for some people, that's what they have to do to get back into that healthy mindset. That's what I had to do. But I definitely think for a lot of people in recovery, it can be helpful to just, you know, go for a walk, do some yoga, just start off with some gentle exercise, or even just cut back from the intense exercise slowly and just try to find balance. And I think part of that is just listening to your body and being like, how do I feel today? Like today I've got so much energy. I just feel like going to the gym and doing a hit session. And then some days it might be like, oh, not feeling that good. I'm really tired. Maybe I should just have a rest or do some yoga or meditation. I think it's just listening to your body and in recovery it's so important to try and listen to your body. And I know it can be hard at first because it's like your body's sending you a million signals because it's been um, out of its normal state for a while. But I think it's just, yeah, listening to your body and just being intuitive with how you're feeling on that day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think listening to your body in any stage of your life is like so important because your body is always speaking to you. It always sends you like things or like signals like like you already said like that you have to honor it because if you don't like you will just eventually burn yourself out and you will find yourself like actually depleted in energy just more tired and like more stressed and that's something that you don't want to get because it's not going to be any beneficial for you in any kind of way so I think no matter if you're in a recovery journey or if you've recovered or whatever it is like if your body is truly like completely tired and you have like let's say a leg day today on your schedule ditch the schedule like it's not as important to like follow through your schedule just things that in your calendar just because you have it already set up or because you wanted to do that but if your body is not ready because maybe you had a bad night of sleep or maybe you had not enough calories the day before whatever it was like please um don't pressure yourself just because you have a specific goal that you want to accomplish like you can always do that on the next day like honor your body for the next 24 hours like get enough sleep get enough water get enough calories and then you can still do your like day a bit postponed or whatever but it doesn't have to be according to your schedule just because it is in your schedule, right? Um when do you think like just feeling and tuning into yourself you would be ready to like approach a healthy exercise again?
1: I think uh pretty soon I think I have you know I've medical wise I'm a lot more I'm a lot better and I'm in a healthy place obviously I've still got a way to go like to get my period back and everything which is one of my main goals. But um, I think, and I'm also in a healthier mindset and I'm a lot more intuitive with how I feel. Like I know if I'm hungry, I'm going to go eat. If I'm not hungry, I'm still going to eat at this stage mm-hmm. because um, my goal is to gain weight and recover. But I think, um, and I found I've got a lot more energy. Like obviously when a few months ago, I was just tired constantly and I wouldn't even have the energy to exercise. And I was physically depleted of energy and also my mind was constantly thinking so that was also depleting me of energy but um, I think soon I would be able to start getting back into exercise and a routine of exercising um, because I'm obviously in a healthier much healthier mindset than I was a few months ago so I think I am ready and obviously I've talked to my family about that and that's why it's so important to have people that have no, know what you're going through. Even if they don't understand it or haven't experienced it, they can like know what you're going through and they can have empathy for you so they can be there for you um, when you're taking on new opportunities just to look out for you. So I think having my family there to just look up, um, out for me when I do start exercising again, um, that will be a big help. But yeah, hopefully soon, um, really soon, hopefully, because I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, absolutely I think it's always so like so important To like always speak to people Because otherwise you ju- it's just you in your head, right? And like your head can tell you so many thoughts well, Probably most of them aren't even real or true Whatever and if you don't actually like speak them out And like speak to someone about them And have like another opinion or another perspective On what you have in your head Like you might never discover if that is even the case What you have in your head or not So definitely like speak to friends, family And sometimes like it's hard to speak to people that you know So maybe like if that is the case for you if you don't have a great relationship or connection with people that you know, um, speak to someone that you don't even know because that's gonna be like even easier for some people to open up fully to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is what's in my head. Can you like, please tell me if that's like the reality or if it's like literally just like a lie that I keep telling myself. Um, What do you think were like the main mindset shifts that you made in order to like regain like um, a healthy mindset towards like literally everything like food, exercise and things like that? Like what, are there maybe like some certain like, um, tools that you were using, or some cer- certain methods, or what have you done in order to get to this uh, mindset where you are at right now?
1: So, I know, and I know that the mindset I was in before was caused by my restrictive eating and everything. Um, and so, because that obviously all that restriction and that energy loss, I was just so tired, and my brain was just so undernourished that I just couldn't think straight. And I was like all these thoughts, the eating disorder thoughts were overtaking like my true self and my rational thoughts. So I think the first thing I had to do was just make sure I am nourishing my body. And at first it was hard, like, because I had to eat more and that's changing my old habits. So um, I just had to, you know, force myself and everyone around me um, to help me just eat more. Um, And I found over time it got easier and now it's just natural. Like I'm eating probably... Four times the amount I used to but now it's just I'm used to it and I think that definitely helped because then that my brain had enough energy for my like rational thoughts and like like me to know what thoughts are rational what thoughts are just eating disorder thoughts and are not true so I think that's probably the biggest thing that helped me get into a healthy mindset and then also just um kind of yeah, having more compassion for myself and just knowing that what others say and what some people say on the internet um, and you know, people say about diets, about your body, what you should look like, that's not true. And that's not what we should be worrying about. We should be worrying about more, like bigger issues and we should be taking care of ourselves and having compassion for ourselves like we would for someone else. And I think I also thought of it that way. Like, how would I treat a friend? Like, would I want a friend restrict her food to try so hard to make her body look a certain way I wouldn't want that so I just kind of tried to treat myself like a friend and tried to think that I wouldn't treat someone I love like this I would want someone I love to nourish their body and to be happy and healthy and I think yeah that just got me into that mindset of just looking after myself and nourishing my body and just trying
0: to be happy again yeah I love the example of treating yourself like you would treat a friend because oftentimes we're just like so much more strict and hard on yourself than we are with other people. Like we're literally our worst enemy, like whatever is in our head is like the worst thoughts that you would ever like think only about yourself because you truly wouldn't ever think about this way about someone else right you would be like okay how am i allowed to like say this person is fat or whatever like you know I, I wouldn't think that but if it's me like oh yeah i can like be as harsh as i can so that's like so important to like actually treat yourself with like so much more love gentle and care as well um is there anything else that you would like to share with my audience because i think there's a bunch of girls who are, like maybe undergoing the exact same situation right now who are like maybe still debating if they should recover or not or maybe some of them are already in their journey but still struggling. Um, What are some things um, that you would like to share with those?
1: I think I just want to say that you are capable of recovering. Um, No matter, we've all, everyone with eating disorders have all gone through hard journeys. And they're also different, though. Um, We've all experienced it in our own ways. But then we also have aspects of it that we've experienced that connect with the stories of others. So I think it's just important to keep supporting each other and telling each other that we can get through it, and it may seem hard at the time, but once we're out of it, once we're out of the worst of it, um, we can start, you know, getting better. But I think supporting each other is a big thing, and that's why I made the account, and why I wanted to make a community uh, around recovery because it's just great to have other people that have gone through similar things. And I know in my, like in my world, um, at home and everything. Um, I don't know anyone that's gone through the same thing. but so I thought I was so alone and I thought that it was just, you know it was me and no one else because I didn't know anyone that understood it. but now making this account and I've connected with so honestly hundreds of people I've spoken to and we've connected, given each other advice. So I didn't realize how prevalent in disorders and body image issues are in society. Um, it's just crazy. It's becoming a pandemic almost. And although I don't personally know anyone in real life, like in my reality, um, like on on this community on Instagram that I have, there's so many people. And and yeah, I've just been able to connect with everyone and we've all been supporting each other. And it's just great to see that we're all in this together and that we're not alone because I just want everyone to know that we're not alone. Um, Although our thoughts may make us feel isolated, and like we're just different from everyone and that we um, aren't normal because the thoughts can be pretty bad when we're in the midst of it, but um, yeah, we're not alone. And so many people are going through the same thing. And so I think, yeah, just support each other and look out for each other. Um, And yeah, that's what I'd like to say to everyone.
0: I can relate to that actually so much because when I was on my weight gain journey, I literally thought there is no one on this entire world struggling with the same thing. Because all of my friends, like everyone that I knew was actually like trying to lose weight all the time and like doing diets and things like that. I was like, I don't want to eat salads like you do, like, that's not going to benefit my body. And everyone was always like saying quite the opposite. They were like, oh yeah, but you're like literally so privileged. You're so lucky to like um, be like thin and skinny. And I was like, I don't want to be in that body like you don't really get it like it's like for some people it's just as hard to gain weight as for other people it is to lose weight so I think it's important to um, surround yourself with people who like struggle with similar issues and undergo like in the same situation because otherwise you literally like you already sadly feel like you're the only person out of like all the billions on this planet who have this issue so and it's not the case like there's always like other women who are like literally going through exactly the same journey as you are, and like connecting to those and just like speaking to one another me like hey I'm like struggling with this like what have you done to like accomplish that, just like sharing like what our experiences have taught us, um, is so so important and beautiful. Thank you so much for your time. It was such an honor having you on here. And thank you for sharing your honest experiences and how the journey has been going for you. I think you can already be like literally so proud of yourself. I think what you've accomplished, especially in your mindset is really admirable, um, especially at such a young age. <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. I there like any specific books or accounts that you can recommend that you've read or podcasts or I don't know, like something that helped you to like actually gain the mindset that you're in right now.
1: Um, Definitely. I think my biggest inspiration for recovery, um, it's at um, I am underscore powering on Instagram. And then she has got the I'm powered pod. It's I think her name's Imogen Barnes, I think. But she's um, obviously a recovery advocate. And I've always followed her. And I think the stuff she shares is just so inspirational about recovery. And she is so intelligent, like the stuff she posts and stuff. It's just Like she can almost read what's going on in my brain. So I think um, following her account, there's so many others. There's Roe Recovering. I just find a lot of recovery accounts. That's why I started an account myself because I find the accounts so helpful because they just post stuff that you can really relate to. Um, And a lot of them also have podcasts and YouTube channels. So I find a lot of those helped um, me on my journey. It's just so inspirational and um, made me feel like I'm being understood by someone else.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing that. So if anyone wants to check those out, uh, definitely do that. Um, Yeah, thanks again for being here. And I'm going to link all of your channels or everything that people can find you down below. And yeah, thanks so much for your time, Charlotte.
1: No worries. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs)